0: Welcome to the Turn Up, Turn Down podcast. I'm Eric Torres. With me, as always, my co-host, John Potts. John, how you doing? I'm good, man. Good. What are we uh, What are we doing today? Vocals. Vocals.
1: Yeah. We're going to take a listen to some of our favorite music, specifically the Haim Days Are Gone record. We're going to take a listen to a couple tracks off that record. They just do vocals better than anybody.
0: Yeah. They killed it. So, let's dive on in.
1: All right, so the first track we're going to listen to is Falling, the first track on the record. Um, let's take a listen, and then we'll just get into it.
2: Oh, in the middle, I, I hear the voices and the calling for me now. I know that nothing's going to wake me now, because I'm still.
1: Yeah, man, <laughs> that's so good. Do you have uh, a couple hours to talk about that? Yeah, no. Thirty doubt. second clip we listened to.
0: The uh, I mean, the first thing you obviously have to notice is that she's a badass.
1: They're <laughs> all of them are excellent singers. Yeah, um, and, and we were talking beforehand. I know it's really interesting for people to listen to what we we're talking about before we did this, but <laughs> the the care and intentionality, if that's a word, that she puts into every breath she takes and the way she enunciates every word it is just so cool it adds such a cool element to their music that a lot of other artists just don't have
0: yeah it's so rhythmic her her
1: rhythmic is a good word
0: yeah it's just all those
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's very reminiscent of MJ just it's it's so good yeah um so that's just her performance but then you look at the effects and they're they used in an interesting way Like Nothing sounds real traditional There
1: No I was When we were listening through I was shocked At how I guess atypical the, the mixing is on that You got stuff that's It's not balanced In a traditional sense Stuff is Heavier in one channel Than the other and it's not, Doesn't really sound like Anything is dead center Yeah It's the, the so vocals cool yeah.
0: definitely seem At about 25% Panned Maybe Um doubled. So there's maybe like four lead vocals going on there, mm-hmm. two on each side. Nothing nothing fills up the middle at right. all. Which is interesting. Until maybe that chorus, it feels right. like there's a either a harmony or like a whisper track maybe that's drawing you back to the middle. But even the you were mentioning the snare drum feels off to one side a little bit. Everything's everything's panned differently. Um and the vocals especially in the verse, you can hear that um overall the vocals pretty dry mm-hmm. sounds like a small room kind of thing and then to be real dramatic they throw that one I know mm-hmm. and just throw that off into the distance uh with that like really long reverb
1: it I can't tell if they're doing um like an octave on the first part of it or if they're playing like a synth note or I know it sounds like there's it sounds like bom,
0: bom. yeah it, it sounds, like, sounds a, like
1: an orchestra stab or something yeah for sure. it's really cool but it, it blends so well with the reverb it almost sounds like it's part of that, yeah, it's totally. it's great. I, I think that the reverb in the verse is so cool because the way they arranged that song, there's so much space to hear it. Yeah. And they really took advantage That's of that. That's
0: the thing they do a lot of too mm-hmm. in some of the other songs. You really notice like so stripped down in that first verse that you can hear. It's like that vocal and then everything they're doing to the vocal, it has to be intentional because it's so bare.
1: Right. Which is great. I, I liked how you were talking about the doubled or quadrupled, however many times they did it. It sounds like it. It wasn't edited to be exactly precise. Mm-hmm. It sounds like she just sang it very precise. Yeah. But there's still a little bit of variation, and it feels more stereo because of it.
0: Totally. And some of the, some of the things, especially the, the some of those, she and she she ends all of her phrases, uh, with like that big breath. Mm-hmm. Don't don't stop. And like just that extra exhale, Even which is a rhythmic instrument in right. its own right. But then some of those feel intentionally out of time, right? Like maybe with editing they did it, or she just did, ah, ah, you know, on the next take on the double she she did that. And again, that goes back to the performance, not so much the uh, effects or anything, but that's all part of vocal production mm-hmm. and having, uh, you know, the wherewithal to do that.
1: Yeah, I I, I just uh, I'm really impressed with the production in general, but I can imagine that working with a singer like this, who is so good and talented and obviously knows what she wants to do, how you can really have fun and experiment with, like the way that she says the word rough, rough, and it's, but it's very well doubled, you know, the Mm -hmm. timing on
0: it is. Even on the harmonies. Exactly.
1: It's, it's awesome.
0: Yeah. We were debating whether or not it's the producer which we don't know who did this track specifically, because there's like there were a eight, lot of people listed, <laughs> eight producers and seven mix engineers on this record. So, you know, all of them are great because yeah, obviously. great. <laughs> the whole record's great. But if that's the uh, like the producer really um, driving that the vocal production, or if it's you know more on the lead singer or not, and it's it's always hard to tell. But given that she's so good at the performance aspect of it, leads me to believe that it's. A lot hers a lot of it is her as well just because yeah um, coaching it seems like the people that it comes natural to in, in my experience working with singers the people that that comes natural to you're just like hey take an ad-lib pass and they just got all this all these ideas they're even easier to coach and doing stuff as opposed to the other side where you're trying to coach you're trying to put yourself in their brain like what would sound natural for this person to do and you're trying to tell them something it usually doesn't come off quite as good you, you kind of get there in the end but it's it's a it's different.
1: I, I get the feeling they probably experimented. She sang it a couple times, yeah. did something really cool, and they are like, let's lean into that. Mm-hmm. The The discipline as a producer to, to work with somebody who isn't very traditional like this. I mean, I, her enunciation is so just not standard pop these days. No. That, um, I mean, we were listening through a couple different pop records before this to see just kind of what we were going to talk about. And somebody, uh, you know, like Sia... For instance, who yeah. who I really like, part of her thing is like a lazy pronunciation.
0: Da da, it's yeah. almost like reggae. It's yeah, yeah, it's be, very reggae. One, two, three, one. Yeah. It's like very legato. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, well, that's a real word. Um hey. <laughs> but, I was in choir. Yeah, and and this is just the complete hundred and eighty degree opposite of that. And the confidence as a producer to be like, this is where we're going. Yeah. She's great at this. It's gonna be our thing. I just I think it's incredible.
0: These are the kind of tracks to me where it's so interesting to hear like the deluxe edition and sometimes they'll include the demos of them and that kind of stuff because you really get a an idea again referencing michael jackson there's so many of those where you hear his work tape of when he wrote the song Mm -hmm. and you're like oh that's the exact record when he's doing yeah
1: yeah the idea survived from from demo to, to final yeah i Just listening to a record like this, the care and production that went into it from both an artist perspective and just a general production perspective is really impressive.
0: And that chorus is really cool uh, the way the the backgrounds are mixed, Mm -hmm. the harmony parts, because they sound like two distinct parts as opposed to, uh, you know, at that point, it's almost like a dual lead. They're mixed Mm -hmm. almost as loud and it has a totally different treatment they feel very separated. Yeah. As opposed to just that harmony part that's supposed to feel like it's glued to the lead vocal and it's more of like a, a mix, you know, like a like a spread, like a smeared kind of thing, or it's just like a stacked out thing. This this song feels very intentionally there's the the lead part and then the high harmony part is its own thing. Right. And it sounds awesome. Awesome.
1: Yeah, it sounds great. I was watching a thing yesterday uh, on YouTube. It was Chris Lord Alge doing a mix. Um, and he, the way he had it set up was he had a vocal bus and he would have all of his tracks feeding the vocal bus and he was doing all of his processing on the bus for each, you know, so he had six tracks or whatever, just going through the bus and they didn't have their own, uh, you know, processing. And that, and that's cool. I'm not necessarily saying it's a bad thing, mm-hmm. but it's that's not what happened here. <laughs> Right, <laughs> they, they were. It it sounds very in, like you said individual, it, and uh, I, I think it's great. I, I, how many times are we going to say it's great in this podcast? Because <laughs> I feel like it's going to be a lot.
0: Well, this record's really good.
1: It's one of my favorites.
0: And as far as vocal production goes, that's the that's one of the first thing it jumped out. The songwriting, they're great pop songs, but they're they're cool. You know, they're different. They're a little left of center, but the that vocal just like jumped out of me. So yeah. I, I think that's why we we chose this one um another song let's do it this one the wire it was i think it was probably the biggest hit oh yeah commercial yeah, success sure. off yeah. of this record let's check it
2: out just know i know i know I know that you're gonna be okay anyway always keep me a heart like-
1: Yeah, so the thing that jumps out on that is just uh, obviously it's so different than the first one we listened to. And I think that's so cool that they had the I don't know, artistic uh, vision to do that. To make yeah. every song is individual totally. Yeah. Totally. And that's that's hard to do cuz a lot of times you want to find someone's
0: you want to define someone's sound as a producer and a lot of that has to do with the vocal mix, the vocal blend, the you know, the that kind of stuff. And so to just Make it totally different on that song.
1: It's it couldn't be more different.
0: Yeah, the first thing that jumps out is the saturation on the vocal.
1: Yeah, it's it's so much more aggressive than you would typically think for a vocal, like a pop vocal
0: and a pretty female vocal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, let's dirty that thing up. Right, you know, it's a little too shiny for me. Yeah, there's that, and then the it feels like that short room again, that kind of thing. Yeah
1: and i, I s- kind of feel like they use delays for yeah. the space on this, you're and right, you're right I, I didn't hear I didn't hear any obvious reverb. I mean I'm sure there's some in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's cool that first song was so wet everything yeah. was you know blossoming and, and doing all that and this is like it's it's that real short it's pre-delay you know type thing yep it, it's it's very cool the and then obviously that affected delay hey, that yeah, yeah, these, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. Hey. very cool. Yeah, the, I, on that saturation note, there are some notes that she sings that, like, it almost sounds like overdrive. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a, like a like a guitar where you hit a harmonic and it just sustains naturally. Yeah. Like, her voice is doing that with whatever saturation they're using, and it's awesome.
0: hmm And you wonder if that's on the bus and they're intentionally driving a couple words to give it some extra grit on it. But even, again, the way she sings on all of her, like, I, I don't know how to that like uh, the way you mm-hmm. get into a note or get out of a note those really they're real grabby and they catch your ear right and they also sound like they caught the saturation yeah, just think if it's a, if it's Echo Boy or something yeah this this du- I think there's a, a double on the vocal but it also feels like a you know production fabricated double right or, yeah, tri- it doesn't whatever sound, that turns into it doesn't
1: sound like she sang it twice yeah yeah It yeah I feel like that saturation is almost focu- uh, focusing. What a weird... That's not the right word at all. Acting as a compressor.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I wonder, it's like just the harder she's sang it, they were using that saturation to kind of compress it and even yeah. it out. And so it was harder on some words than others. I th- that's an interesting way to use something like that.
0: Totally. And this one, as opposed to the last song, uh, the the harmonies, they feel like that more traditional blend right? as opposed to you know, almost that dual lead kind of thing. They're 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 rolled off a little bit so they yeah. don't stand out as much. Although they do have there, there was interesting. Uh, some of the notes ended differently, and you wonder if that's just like oh, that just that works. Let's let's right. move. You just you never know because sometimes it does. Um, you know, you're recording a vocal, recording backgrounds, and something's not lining up, but it it sounds good, and you just go with it right. as opposed to take it again, take it again, and line it up perfectly. Sometimes it's intentional. Sometimes it it's like you know maybe they plan to do that, like you hang over a little bit, and mm-hmm. to it just makes for a more interesting listen. Sometimes, or it's just an accident, and both totally work.
1: Yeah the the other thing they they weren't as wide the yeah. backgrounds they were kind of pan if not dead center much more closer to the center and and the same thing with the lead vocal in the first song falling that we listened to there wasn't anything in the middle and it right. sounds like everything is in the middle for this one totally. They're both great. Yeah, so good.
0: Make sure we put in the great on this one. time
1: is it? So I came across this record. Um, it was I was listening on Apple Music on my phone, and it was, it was some recommendation you might also like, and it was this record. I can't even remember what I was listening to, and I just started it. I listened all the way through, and I was like, "That was a great record." I had like, I was "Thank like on you, a, iTunes." Yeah, I was like on a two-hour drive, and I was like, "Is this popular? Like, has anyone heard this?" And then I saw that the wire was like a big hit yeah and I was like I feel super dumb for not knowing that but I also feel kind of cool that I was like that that's on the wire that's a single and then it was <laughs>
0: <laughs> I should be A&R seriously you're the one that turned me on to that record and that band in general and they're they're awesome
1: I said to myself when I heard it you know who like this every single person on the planet
0: <laughs> if only
1: alright we got one more or do you just want to listen to the whole record <laughs>
0: And then every, in between every song, be like, wasn't that great?
1: <laughs> Aren't <laughs> they it's so the good? Deep commentary.
0: I, I don't know them, but I wish I did. Oh, man. <laughs> we find fine. Baby. Cause I know. She's
2: in her heart, on the floor, thinking that never I'll never do it. up, coming through crazy shit I did for you. In my mind, in my head, mm-hmm. see seeing all the words I'm honey, honey, I am never coming home
1: What's not cool about that? <laughs> so many
0: opposing rhythms and stuff. It's just... The whole production is great. And then, you know, especially the vocals are just awesome.
1: Well, it made me think, listening to that, all these songs, the percussion is so... Um, whether it's programmed or real or, or a mix of both, it's so prominent in these mixes. And it just features so well with her style of singing. Yeah. How it all... The rhythm of it is all working together. Yeah. I. I it's cool how not only are these all different but it's kind of going back and forth between that wide vocal sound and the dead center thing mm-hmm. and this one kind of did it in the same song yep it, it was
0: yeah whatever part was trying to be featured yeah they used panning and space to just really accent stuff
1: and that, the, honey I'm not Gotcha. with coming right back to the dead center for that,
0: uh, yeah, dry but like a weird, yeah, really just kind of nailed that part by the way. Uh, that was, was pretty, pretty good, good. Was yeah. Pretty good.
1: I'm in this band. <laughs> How many times have I listened to the song? Like a million? Um, I have tried to emulate
0: this vocal sound, mm-hmm. uh, and I had a great, oh, I, I thought it turned out pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like filtered out the vocal to begin with to get rid of a bunch of lows and everything because then I then hit. Sound Toys Decapitator. Yep. Found what I thought was the right sort of blend. Used the blend knob, and it was a pretty heavy distortion. Dialed back the blend maybe 40%. Mm-hmm. Then went straight into a short room reverb. Okay. Dialed like a real quick, maybe, I don't know, 0.3 second, but then did a pretty heavy mix of that. And then again, filtered out some more frequencies and stuff and it got really close to this vocal sound so it has that like live almost like bombasticness of that room but it's Mm -hmm. so short it doesn't really sound like it doesn't really sound like reverb it sounds like almost um i don't know flangey or something Yeah. where it it doesn't sound like a reverb to add all this space and room and lushness it's more just almost adds like a metallic robotic kind Metallic of thing is, to
1: it. is a definitely good. I've so not to take a huge detour, but I another band that does a similar thing to this is the Strokes. Yeah. Where it'll be really filtered and distorted, but there's also some sort of space around it. And I've gotten a, a similar sound to that using a chorus. Okay. You know, and it yeah. you, you sit it on like an aux channel and just mix it to where it and it just kinda of, because it sort of stereoizes it a little bit, it kind of gives it that space, but it's not There's no obvious pre-delay. There's no repeats. There's no anything like that. Do you think they recorded this in a room with some actual space? Or do you think they did one of those like feed a speaker back into a room kind of?
0: Yeah, I don't. It it sounds so so good. Yeah. And there's some of that uh, interesting artistic editing as well where some words feel chopped. Right. Which kind of makes me think that there is a real room involved. Right. Because they were really trying to get out you know, get that line out of there at the right time. But yeah, I don't, I don't know.
1: It's it's cool because you always want to know. Even the best room reverbs sound like room reverbs. Right. You know, they don't sound like an actual real live room with stuff in it where your voice is bouncing off other things besides just the walls. Right. You know, um, I think the saturation in this, it's even more over the top, obviously.
0: Yeah, it's a real, um, maybe, maybe saying through it, I don't know, that's just total speculation, but
1: I would if, imagine that there were some if it wasn't the final that there was something going on to give them the vibe. feels played off of a little right. bit. Right. Yeah. Where yeah, you yeah. get
0: we we talked about it a little bit before on another podcast, so go check that podcast out. Yeah. go, go find which one I'm referencing.
1: <laughs> this isn't all of them. Start there.
0: <laughs> but you know, when you when you're able to play off that saturation or amp, it's the same thing when you're playing a guitar. Absolutely. But, but you're you're able to use your breath and your you know, some rhythmic things that she does so well. And that, by the way, that I guess you'd call it like a pre-chorus section, mm. wah,
1: wah, wah, wah,
0: wah, wah, like the <laughs> the interplay between the vocals and the the music is so good. Yeah, because she's all over the place. She's in front of the beat. She's way behind it all of a sudden. Right. and that the bass walk down with it is just way behind the whole time. Yeah, gosh, it feels so cool. Yeah, and then that offbeat, like late tambo and everything. Yeah, and then there's a very obvious, like, gang vocal on that chorus.
1: Yeah, it, it is so tight for a gang vocal. Yeah, I mean, and obviously. And that feels like there. it was
0: done in a garage. Like, uh, it has yeah. that, like, real hard, short, real hard surface, <laughs> reflective surface sound to it.
1: Yeah, that sound, that to me for sure sounds like, I could be 100% wrong, <laughs> but it sounds like the re, the distortion or or saturation or whatever was applied after the reverb yeah that, like they were in the room and yep. then they distorted it you know mm-hmm. it sounds incredible it's now, real harsh yeah
0: in an awesome way
1: it, it's perfect yeah I, I'm really interested in what kind of whether they use like a, a, a saturation plug-in or some sort of guitar amp should I you want me to call them yeah I'll call them and get them we'll get them on next <laughs> make sure you check
0: out next episode <laughs> couldn't couldn't make I'm, it this week well, most definitely not
1: be on next week <laughs> live in studio <laughs> via their mixes um yeah, I, I think it's it's, a, it's such a cool way in this song how they go back and forth between those different types of reverbs, different ways they're processed, wide, narrow, everything in between. It's just it's cool. It's yeah. interesting the whole time.
0: The whole time. And, yeah, and this song develops even more later
1: on down right. the line. Now, the music is interesting because it's cool, but there's not a whole lot going on, and so the changing stuff coming in and out vocally does a lot to keep your interest and the mixing does as much of that lifting in this yeah that
0: first part we played that little answer
1: yeah like
0: and those are like real verbed out but kind of not it's just like it's so interesting to listen to you really if you were to just play it over i don't we don't want to keep playing the song but right those those little parts man you just they sound
1: like uh, i'm sure they weren't but the kind of sound they were going for sounds like it was sampled and played. Yeah, it's very precise. And, and
0: like one of the other songs, it feels followed by a synth as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. there's like that weird vibrato on it and stuff. It's awesome. Yeah, I want to just listen to it
1: <laughs> over and over. <laughs> Probably on the way home. So I think we covered what we wanted to get into. I I wouldn't say that it's like a masterclass. <laughs> <laughs> on uh, on vocal production, but I, I think it gives a pretty good idea of what it can sound like and what it can do for a record in a song when mm-hmm. it's done really well. And being intentional and being
0: thought exactly. out about it, like yeah. really thinking about what you can do and said, oh, just double that part or just throw some reverb on it like a normal stock reverb, you know, thinking about how to how to do that, tailoring tailoring it to the production, to the song, to the singer, you know, what what makes that performance really pop is it, it's really going to take your record your song from you know a 6 to a 10 yeah maybe not that much
1: <laughs> I mean there's not there's nothing about this record that's not interesting yeah and the fact that the interesting arrangements instrumentation vocal performances were complemented by an interesting mix is that's the best yeah you can't get better than
0: that totally write us we want to hear from you guys gals People, all of you, (laughs) I'm...